from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It's watch list season in college football. Yes. I'm Tim Donnelly. That's Dennis Cox back with us today. And and it, it it's an honor. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk down on Maxwell. I don't want to seem bitter or anything like that, right? Nobody ever put me on a watch list, so yours doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, that, see, see, listen, these awards watch lists come out. And first of all, they 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 aren't completely fabricated, right? There's are, there are awards to give out. The watch lists are something that you can be proud of. It's better to be on them than not on them. If you aren't on the list, use it as motivation. I get it. It seems like an honor. But I'd argue it's actually a burden. It's actually a response, or a, a, maybe even a better term than burden, a bullseye. Maxwell Award goes to the most outstanding player. It's kind of like the the knockoff Heisman, right? It goes to yeah. the, the, the best player. Ironically, usually the Heisman wins the Maxwell. It, it's one of those, like, uh, if you win win the SAG Award, then all of a sudden you're, like, the favorite to win the Oscar or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the, what, I, I don't know the order of those, those awards. But, uh... <laughs> But you heard in the intro, there were highlights from Drake May, uh, Riley Leonard, Donovan Green, uh, uh, wide receiver Wake Forest, uh, as well as Devin Leary and Sam Hartman, who are both on the list at their new schools, not NC State and and, and Wake, uh, instead Kentucky and, and Notre Dame. And <laughs> first of all, everyone on the watch list does not have the ability to win that award. You know, actually, we'll go back to the, the Oscars as the example, right? If there's... I think you can have 10 Best Picture Award nominees now. Something like that. They, they've expanded it. It's a there's, lot. Yeah. I would argue in a lot of years, there's not 10 good movies, let alone 10 uh, Best Picture Award winners yeah. uh, or nominees. But uh, there's like four or five that they're walking in there. Let's just say they don't have a speech prepared. Right? They're, they're, they know what's up. There's dozens and dozens of Maxwell Award watch list people that know they don't have a shot. And and the the funnier part about it is there's no requirement to be on the watch list. If you're not on the watch list now, week two, you could be added to the watch list. So it's not even like this is the pool of players that could win. It's you could be knocked off and someone else could take your place. It's 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 just a starting starting spot. It's just we think you're gonna be really good this season. That's all the list really says. And it, or for like the Bronco Nagurski Award, which also came out with their watch list, the top defensive player. We think you're gonna be really good and you play defense. I respect that. Or the Outland Trophy goes to the best uh, interior lineman on offense or defense, which includes tackles for some reason. So that's, we think you're going to be really good and you're over 300 pounds edition. Yeah. And and to give you the the kind of local ties that are on these lists, uh, the Nagurski Award, which goes to the top defensive player, Dwayne Carter, defensive tackle from Duke, Cedric Gray, uh, tackling monster from North Carolina, and Aiden White, corner out of NC State. And then the Outland Trophy, which, as I mentioned, goes to the big boys. Uh, Graham Barton of Duke, offensive tackle. And then Isaiah Helms and Bucky Williams, interior guys from App State. If you were on watch lists, here's here's my piece of advice for you. Those guys I just referenced. You are not sneaking up on anybody. No. And don't let it go to your head. Because, uh, you know, this is what, what sparked it, right? The Maxwell Award watch list came out yesterday. And right on on social media, I see uh, the North Carolina football account put out Drake May, right, posing. 
right? He's like, I'm in the pocket, but I'm also not wearing a helmet, so you can see my, my face. And then Riley Leonard, personality pose. It was on the Duke football account, and both of them said, Maxwell Award watch list. So I was like, oh, that's that's an honor. Let me go look it up. Uh, Western Kentucky. Yeah. Who went 9-5 and five last year. Shout-outs to the Hilltoppers. And <laughs> shout-outs to – great mascot. A great uh, It's like the, the orange blob from Syracuse, mm-hmm. but red. Uh, Western Kentucky went nine and five last year, finished third in Conference USA. Conference USA, not the strongest conference in the world. No. Uh, they have two players on the Maxwell Award watch list. So, yeah, Drake May, as, as we'll talk about later on, is the ACC Player of the Year. Riley Leonard is is a dark horse in a lot of conversations. Maybe if there's two on the watch list from Western Kentucky, those guys shouldn't be like surprised or or super celebrating that they're they're on that list. Um, but it's a list nonetheless, and they're not sneaking up on anybody. Basically, it's just a spotlight that doesn't mean a ton, but that spotlight makes it so you are circled on the scouting report every single week. You know, it's one of the things we, we when we were at ACC kickoff last week, um, we talked to uh, was it Jared Verse from Florida State. We yeah. talked we talked to a couple defensive players who had a breakout year last year. Mm-hmm. Right, you go from four sacks to ten. Jared Verse goes from transferring to Albany to being maybe the best pass rusher in the country at Florida State. Yeah. So so those breakout seasons happen, and one one of the questions I asked Verse and, and a few others is, are you ready for the double teams coming your way? Right, like. When you transfer from Albany, you have half a season before everybody is like, hey, this guy might be the number one edge rusher drafted. It's like, wait a second, that guy's good. Exactly. Before you, you hear the the other quarterback going, you know, 94 is on the left, 94 is on the left. You have some some leeway there. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody on any watch list is going to have that. For example, um, Notre Dame-NC State Week 2. Just picking a, a game with, with teams you'll recognize. Aiden White is a Nagurski Award watch list guy. For the Wolf Pack. He's a corner. He's a stud. When Notre Dame's offense, their starting offense, so Sam Hartman, yeah. uh, is is facing the scout team defense that week. Right? So you have the freshmen, the red shirts, the walk-ons, uh, looking at cards and trying to do their best to mimic the NC State defense. There's going to be a player who is in like a yellow penny or something. Some something to identify himself. Maybe one of those little caps they put on yes. top of your helmet. And and the the wide receivers coach is going to walk over, tap that player who's playing corner on the scout team on the shoulder, and he's going to look at, at the Notre Dame wide receivers, and he, he's going to go, this is number three, because that's what Aiden White wears, and they won't do him the service of saying this is Aiden White. They go, this is number three, Nagurski Award watch list guy, right? He's he's a all ACC this, right? He he He's the one they're going to trust you one-on-one on the outside. Right, they're not going to need to give him safety help against you. You're not on the Nagurski. You're not on the Maxwell Award watch list. You're, they're just going to leave you one on one. So if you beat him, that's a big play for us. But he's good, right? They they don't give that watch list to nobody. And then and then Aiden White's going to have to go out there and live up to that, right? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. now to, you're getting the best shot every single week. It's like when when you're the defending champ or something like that. Because what is a preseason award? But or, or a preseason watch list or a preseason All ACC designation, but an acknowledgement that you were really good last year. 
right? You, you've done something in the past that has made people believe you're going to be good this year. So it's kind of like being a defending individual performer of something, like not a defending champ, but a defending good player. So when you're the defending champ, it's like, hey, we're going to get everybody's best shot, right? Everybody's going to be yeah. really up to play us. For sure. Well, guess what? Dwayne McBride, defensive <laughs> tackle for Duke, right? You're going to get every guard and center's best shot because they want to make a name for themselves against somebody who's who's on the Nagurski Award watch, right? Or, uh, I mean, if, if you are App State even, right? You have a Maxwell Award, which goes to the most outstanding player watch list running back and you have two offensive linemen on the watch list for the, the Allen trophy, which goes to the best lineman. You don't think everyone on your schedule is going to want to bottle up your run game, mm -hmm. make a name for themselves, maybe oh, yeah. be on a watch list next year. Well, even if not just the, the watch list stuff, but I know we're going to get into it at four o'clock, but if you're preseason, all ACC, mm -hmm. you're preseason, all conference. Like, oh, really? Uh, we used to have show a, me <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Prove it. Prove, yeah, it. prove and, it, and and you have to prove it every single play. It it's you know it goes along with something that our coach used to tell us that freshmen don't wear jersey numbers, freshmen wear bullseyes. Right when you're out there on the field, if you if you see the freshmen go after them, it, it's a very similar thing. If you're on a watch list, you don't wear a jersey number, you wear a bullseye. Yep. Because everybody wants to make their name against you. So congrats, happy for you. <laughs> you know, post about it if you want to. And then hit the gym, hit the film room, because it's going to be even more difficult for you to have success and repeat this year. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. I got I got to teach you some North Carolina hip hop. I'm big. I mean, I know this is the the tip of the iceberg. Big J Cole guy. Oh, there you go. Big, That's a good start. Uh, yeah, exactly. I know it's I know it's the tip of the iceberg, but uh, uh me and J Cole go way back. He, he came to our college when he was, I mean, nationally not a big deal. And I saw him in a lecture hall, like the same place I'd go for like an e economics lecture with like, you know, three or 400 seats. Yeah. He performed. And it was uh, very much one of my buddies who was a big fan was like, you have to come, you have to come. And I was like, I'm not going to go see a music act in, in like Mitchell Hall or whatever it is. Yeah. And then he was like, no, you have to, you have to. And I was like, all right, we went and it was a fantastic time. So I've been a, uh, a fan ever since. Um, <laughs> so anyway. A little behind the scenes there. Dennis was uh, was getting after it to the rejoin music. Uh, but the, the voice you heard played over, the quote you heard played over, uh, came from the Big 12 commissioner talking about potential expansion decisions and options and how they're handling it. This was back in the fall, too, this past fall. 
My point is, if you hear from a commissioner talking about expansion, well, that's something you can really file away as like that might be valuable information, right? That's something that that could actually lead to a bigger conversation. Yesterday, there was this 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 wild rumor that got traction, and it was that Clemson, Florida State, Oregon, and Washington were going to announce that they were joining the Big Ten, and Clemson specifically was going to make that announcement at 3 p.m. And I don't know where it originated, probably message boards, maybe, you know, one person making one joke, right? Maybe it was sarcasm that somebody took seriously, but it, but it grew enough legs on the internet that it became a trending topic, and all of this was, was spreading, and, and, and people who probably should know better started believing it. Lit up with rumors. And 3 p.m. came, 3 p.m. passed. Nothing happened. Like two ships in the night. Yeah. It, it felt like, do you remember, I don't I don't know if this was, maybe it just was where I was, but uh, do you remember the weird rumor that the, the Mayan calendar was saying that the, the, like the oh, end of yeah. the world was coming? Decem- yes. I think it was December 12th or 21st, maybe, back in 2012. Yeah. And it was this big deal, and people wanted to talk about it, but you didn't want to be the one talking about it. You didn't want to be, like, you know, the one that believed. And then the day came and passed, and everyone was like, I knew it wasn't good. It's like, really? Right? Really? You didn't believe it? Somebody somebody was passing it around because everybody heard the same rumor, so somebody was talking about it. It's one of those situations where you'd be like, oh, well, I'm, I, this is what I'm hearing. I'm yeah. hearing it. And so if it does happen, like, see, I told you so. Exactly. Or if it doesn't happen, you'd be like, well, like I said, I, it's just what I heard. It was a rumor. I, I didn't say I believed it. I said I had heard it. Yeah, exactly. There's a difference. There's a difference. That's what happened yesterday. And this is where, uh, like, you have to use your own common sense because the internet won't do it for you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not breaking news here. I'm not the first to say this. But the, the, the internet, especially the social medias, the message boards, they are not the best place for common sense to rule, right? You can hide behind a, a, a username and, and a picture that doesn't have your face in it. There's no, uh, I don't know, the verification process is different now. There's there's not a lot of room for common sense. So when the Clemson, we'll, we'll focus on Clemson, right? Because the, the leaving the ACC, Clemson and Florida State, would be the two things that impact us the most as, as mostly an ACC group. Um when the Clemson rumor popped up, I have to admit, I floated it to a couple group chats with disclaimers, right? This is ridiculous. I know it's not happening, but put it out there. The number, and these are group chats that like I care and trust, right? I have group chats if I just want to vent, if I just want people to react and go, yeah, then then I go there. And then there's the, the group chats I have with people that are like uh, either connected or or very measured. And, and I go there when I'm like, am I missing something here? Mm-hmm. So I went to those group chats. And um, the number one response I got was, why would that make any sense any sense for Clemson? And And, you know, it's kind of similar to a conversation we had yesterday about Notre Dame. When it comes to conference realignment, you don't just look for a conference that wants the team. You need to find one where the conference wants the team and the team wants the conference. And why would Clemson want the Big Ten? If they can get out of the ACC, Clemson becomes the the most attractive person at the school dance, right? Everybody wants to dance with them. Florida State would be similar, although not as much. 
I mean, a lot of teams in the ACC, we could just list a lot of the teams in the ACC that would be highly desirable if they became available. But if Clemson wanted to leave, the SEC makes sense. Right, they're already like think about where they recruit. Think about uh, the the temperatures of the game day uh, environments that they want to play in. Do they really want to go play in Michigan at the end of the year? Yeah, November in Wisconsin. I used to live there. Not very warm. <laughs> not not very warm. That's not. I might say bitterly, bitterly cold, but not very warm is also true. The second most popular answer I got when I when I floated this rumor was uh, if the AC schools could bail, don't you think they, they probably could bail and wanted to? Don't you think they already would have? They wouldn't wait till like, players are reporting for training camp? Yeah. The thing is, if, if, if we use our common sense, we can, in part, stop the madness, right? If a rumor doesn't make sense, stop it, right? Only talk about it in terms of how crazy is this. Don't talk about it in terms of, well, I actually did here, right? Because it is a fun exercise to play with. If Clemson and Florida State went to the Big Ten, what would the ACC do? What would the, this do? It's it's a good sliding doors game, but, but make sure you know it's not going to happen. Now, if you told me, like, if the, if the rumor popped up, Carolina and UVA were thinking Big Ten? There's a little bit more sense there, right? The Big Ten prides it so much on these AAU research universities and, and, and all of these academic things that they, they repeatedly state publicly. If you look at Carolina and UVA and, and some of their, their athletic programs, there, there might be some sense there. So then, okay, let me do some more research. Let me talk to some people, right? It, then your common sense alarms won't be going off as aggressively. I still don't think that's going to happen, but it wouldn't be as blatantly a, of a bad rumor as the others, right? It, it, and then you have to ask about Duke and you have to ask about, you know, Virginia Tech when it comes to UVA. You have to ask about how the in-state rivalries would continue or if they would continue. But But just know that everything you hear online is not 100% true. Crazy. I don't believe you. I believe 100% <laughs> of everything I see online. 100%. So, all so, the rumors, all of it. Sometimes you do get caught in a conversation where you, you're you saying like, oh, I did see this, and then you recognize like, oh, wait, that was a – right, in your brain you do the math, and you're like, never mind, it was a tweet from – Joe four nine seven four seventy five nine eleven twelve fourteen, and uh, and and I they have one follower, so maybe I shouldn't regurgitate it into this this conversation. Just do your best to stop it. That's all I'm saying. Because yesterday there was a lot. Like, and I have to admit, because so many people even talked about it at three o'clock, the first break of this show. Right, we go on air at three o'clock. Mm -hmm. That first break at whatever it is three ten roughly. I. Uh, I refreshed all my feeds and I did a couple <laughs> searches for Clemson and Big Ten as keywords and I was like, all right, no, it didn't happen. And I and I feel kind of gross even admitting that I did that because I knew it wasn't going to happen. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com.